Hi everyone. In this video, we will talk about how digitalization can be made easy for Miteshton. My name is Jan, and I am the founder of 360 Digital Transformation. With 360 Digital Transformation, we help small and medium businesses, so Miteshton, to optimize, digitalize, and automate their business-specific processes. In this episode, my guest is Francesco Fusaro. He is the founder of Saro Unternehmens Entwicklung, and his motto is Digitalisierung menschlich umsetzen, which means almost digitalization made easy, and especially for Mittelstand. Without any further ado. Hi, John. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. Can you please introduce yourself and your company? Of course. My name is Francesco Fusaro, and my company, Fusaro Unternehmensentwicklung, is helping um, companies of the Mittelstand in Germany in digitalization of their business processes. Thank you for the introduction. I think we have a lot of things in common, also a lot to talk. Uh, but before we start, uh, I would like to start with a general question that how do you see the digitalization level in German Mittelstand? Okay, I'm talking right now to, uh, um, to some companies. Uh, I'm doing also sales and I have a lot of insights in my customers' uh, companies. And uh, usually the thing today is we're talking about this in uh, September uh, 2021. Um, the situation, situation is that uh, the companies know very well that they have to uh, digitize their processes, that they have to uh, go on the journey of the digital transformation. Um, but I also see that they are very... Um, they're not fearing it, but they are very unexperienced um, in digitizing their company. So uh, what I experience is they are doing small steps and trying a little bit out um, and, and uh, the definition of digitization of business processes is not uh, a common one where all the companies share uh, the same definition. And uh, that's what I experience is uh, that there is um, 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 a very, um, there are often misunderstandings also of digitization, which means um, I, can, I can give you an example. Um, I, I talked to a company yesterday and they said, we are full in the process of digitization and uh, we digitized our offer management or our order management, what you call it, you know? And I asked what uh, kind of software they're implementing. And they uh, told me they're implementing an ECM software, basically a software um, where you can uh, digitize all your um, documents, you know? And uh, the good software solutions, they have like a little bit of a workflow uh, behind it. So you can model uh, your processes, but um, you're not, digitizing all your business process with it, you know? And that's one of the most common misunderstandings in the in digitalization uh, in Germany, in the German Mittelstand. Um, and th that's my experience. They're trying, they tried uh, in, the, in the past a few things, 
And uh, what we know about uh, studies, uh, they tell, okay, um, over 80% of the projects fail. And um, in my opinion, the biggest mistake or the biggest uh, influence of, the, of this um, is that there is a lack of preparation. Yeah, I, I see your point. And thank you for the example. I love examples and I believe Mittelstand uh, loves the examples because they would like to know exactly uh, how the uh, technology will benefit them. Uh, but you said uh, the company that you have talked had an uh, DCM software or which software was this? Uh, ECM Enterprise um, um, Content Management. Enterprise Content Management. Okay. Also known as, yeah. Okay, now, now I understand. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. Now uh, I understand. You also, yeah, you also have the abbreviation um, um, digital content management system, or um, yeah, you know, it's it's the most common one because um, the digitization. I think in the Mittelstand started with uh, digitizing the um, the invoice documents. Yeah. Okay, so that's that was one of the when I see companies nowadays, they all have digital um, invoice systems and processes. They they can digitalize digitize digitalize uh, their invoices, and um, that's it. That's basically it. So they have uh, uh, you know the digital document, and then they um, transfer it to their ERP system, and uh, you know yeah. yeah. But that's the most common one. Yeah. So many yeah. of the companies, um, yeah, many of the companies um, do uh, think they uh, make a good start of uh, digitizing their business processes by using a, a, such a software and by uh, digitize uh, their documents. But in reality, it's only a small thing to do. You have to have uh, digital documents in order to have uh, to work with digital uh, processes. That's right, but it's only one small part, uh, one supporting part. Yeah, exactly. And uh, just to summarize the first question, to answer to first question is like you said, uh, right now, Mittelstand is not afraid of being digitalized. However, they are inexperienced. Therefore, they don't know either where to start or what to do. Uh, by also that means uh, they try to implement small steps but not necessarily they are uh, serving the big picture of digital transformation and in your uh, example you have said that they digitalized for example invoicing processes that's great but that was already like 10, 15 years ago, uh, you know, writing emails is digital, but that doesn't help the digital transformation. So uh, that was my understanding of the first question. Yes, um, and uh, in addition, in Germany, we have a big trend to digitize processes, uh, business processes. Whereas in other countries, you have more, um, you start more with the digital strategy, for example, for making a digital transformation roadmap. 
In Germany, we start with digitizing our processes and it's a good thing. I think it's a good start uh, to start a bit, but you have to choose the right processes. And I'm helping my clients to choose the right processes, which are the uh, process with, uh, with, with the most impact, uh, monetary impact. And, um, <clears throat> and uh, that's the main difference. Also, we know that from studies that um, German managers tend to uh, decide more often and within a shorter period of time which uh, was a bit of a surprise for me when I read the study. It was from a Bitcom or any, uh, or from, I don't remember right now, mm -hmm. um, but it was a study where they say they are uh, within eight hours in average, German manager can uh, decide or will decide uh, a strategic decision, like uh, also like doing a, a, a digitization project, you know? And um, their colleagues in other, in other countries are taking a bit more time, up to 10 or 12 hours to make this decision in average, which is a huge gap. So, and uh, that's also my experience because what I see is when I start working with a company, they did something in the past. It's, it's easy uh, because, or it's obvious because they, they started, uh, 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 for example, one of the most common thing also is uh, they started to um, implement clouds for the data storage, uh, like SharePoint from Microsoft or something like that. And um, what they experienced was they, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. And it was like 10 years, 12, 15 years ago, they started uh, these kind of projects. And um, when I'm starting with a company uh, to work with them, then in the beginning, I don't know much about their past but i'm digging deep into it and i'm asking them and what what, what they did in the past and then um, the management will not say it because but the employees mostly tell me when i'm doing interviews or i'm you know talking uh, when we have a cup of coffee or something like that that they did something in the past but they uh, failed yeah and um that's the the thing you know um German companies tend to make decisions faster. And when they decide something, they go full in and then they say, okay, I put money in it and it will work, but it won't. And then they're disappointed, you know, but you cannot save, uh, you cannot uh, solve anything with money. You have to have uh, a good plan. And I'm providing this plan for my customers. Exactly. And that brings me to my next question. Uh, how does your company help Mittelstand? And it's a great bridge because you stopped uh, and says, I help like <laughs> this. And now it's time to, uh, yeah, elaborate this a little bit. Okay. Um, I started um, the digitization business consulting in 2011 without knowing it. Okay, we did we did this uh, right from the start when I when I started in 2011 with a business partner. Uh, now I uh, since 2018 I founded the company alone. I left the partner because we had different strategic visions. But um, we did we did this uh, kind of consulting from the beginning. We were so much into process uh, consulting, process analysis process modeling, uh, stuff like that, uh, nearly in every, um, in every project, this was the topic. 
And it helped us understand the customer. It helped us understand business models, even our own business model. And um, what we did was in the beginning, we implemented little, little piece of software. For example, for calculating um, uh, offers or for calculating time in the production line or something like that, you know, for planning the production line. And also, um, I think we made in 2013, 14, the first uh, digital process uh, systems, we, f we fed them with processes from customers. There was um, the first time where you could, um, you know, uh, have a um, business process management um, system online with a web app. So I think in 2012, 13, 14, this was the start for this, uh, for this kind of uh, software. And um, today, a few months ago, you had Signavio selling to SAP for one uh, over uh, 1 billion uh, or uh, yeah, 1 billion euros, you know? So and that was the beginning. And we did these uh, kind of uh, consulting services, that, which means we conducted the processes, we modeled the process with the, with the customer, and then we transferred it in the digital world, making it useful for the customer to improve the processes every time. So without knowing it, we um, kind of uh, slipped in the digitization uh, market. And um, when I was fully aware of it, it was um, a few years after that, because the, prod, the, 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 um, the part of the software implementation was much bigger because we bought much more, much bigger software right now. And um, that was the, the part where, when I saw that so many things could go wrong. Mm -hmm. And um, the most, the biggest leverage you have is in the beginning of a project, for being, for being honest, before you start. And a good plan is one of the best things you can provide for a project team, you know? And a good plan starts with an idea. So basically, that's what we are doing right now in the beginning, when we are um, in the situation that we can we can start a project with our customer, because it's not every time uh, the same situation. Sometimes I uh, they they call me and they just have started the project, and uh, it's difficult to um, you know to redo the preparation yeah. or to to reorganize the project properly. Yeah. And because once you uh, team is, is going, uh, starting to work, <clears throat> it's uh, hard to start to stop them. Um, but uh, when you when I have the opportunity to help a customer from the beginning, then it's a good thing because um, we can create much more uh, value and, and uh, have a much better risk management than uh, when we start without, you know, thinking about it. And I, will, I, I would not, this is the last sentence, I would not say that my customers are not planning well, but they are often surprised by the complexity of such a project, even if it's um, in their eyes, a small project, you know? Uh, yeah. I know it very well, but even in construction, nobody wants to build a house that somebody else started because exactly. of the consequences. And yeah. 
I always preach digital transformation in three pillars, but there are two prerequisites for these three pillars. The first one is the digital strategy, digital purpose. And then you have the value proposition. Once they are there, you start with people, then you continue with processes. And at the end, you choose the technology covering all those aspects. And what I just wanted to add, Francesco, is that I see a lot of CTOs, CDOs heard about cool technologies, right? Like yeah. robotic process automation, process mining, and they would like to implement this. And I, I love these, uh, uh, these people with passion, these people with technology uh, alike. However, that's the last thing we need to do. We need to step back and do exactly <laughs> yeah, like right. you said. Uh, do this perp um, do this uh, thinking and then we can implement something because as, as, as we spoke uh, unless we have a strategy in place what we will do will be a tiny little part but won't cover the whole aspect just wanted to add that and I think uh, yeah. here we can speak about my favorite part of the podcast uh, use cases. Please give us yeah. some use cases with your clients, with your Mittelstand clients, uh, especially. And that that's my uh, favorite part. Perfect. Yeah, I totally agree with you um, with the technology part. And um, addition, maybe there's one thing that you have to know, and I think that everybody knows it, but it's difficult to conduct it. Um, every digitalization project or digitizing project is also a change management project. There is no digitalization without change management. Okay, so that's the thing um, everybody needs to understand, even if you're doing a small uh, thing, a small project or implementing a small piece of software. But you have to be aware that um, the, the user, they have um, a big impact on this and therefore you have to start talking to the users in the beginning it's easy to say and for me it's easy to conduct but um, I am experiencing that um, uh, there, the, the collaboration in, in these projects in the beginning is very low from yeah. department to department okay good talking about um, case studies or use cases okay uh, I will start with a more general perspective uh, by having um, a look at my ideal clients. Okay, what are they? Uh, what are they doing? In which branches are they? And uh, what are they? Uh, you know, um, um, facing which situation are they facing right now? Um, my customers doubled or tripled at least their turnover and number of employees in the last 10 to 15 years. And what I experienced was that my customers altogether, you can name it from, even if it doesn't matter if it's a company with 500 employees or 1,500 employees, mm -hmm. um, they all did one thing in the beginning of the year, of the 2000 year, uh, years, 2001, two, three, the beginning of the new millennium. Um, some of us will know the millennials uh, and uh, the millennium and the 
the transition from 1999 to 2000, you know. Um, And then they began to uh, implement an ERP system, which basically 80, 90% of the time is, uh, of course, we know what SAP. But this was the last big uh, IT and digitalization project uh, my customers uh, conducted. So they worked 20 years, around about 15 to 20 years, two decades nearly, um, with the same tools, okay? That's the, uh, the, the actual situation of my customers. And um, in, the fa- in the past few years, like five years, they uh, started to implement little piece of software. For example, for their field service, they started to implement a mobile app, okay? Mm-hmm. That they can conduct or they can take pictures of the, of the building site and uh, fill up reports and stuff like that and track that time. So, and uh, one of the biggest use cases I want you, I want to share with you is um, in the construction uh, branch, um, where the, um, where I started, um, you know, uh, analyzing processes in uh, the TFBOW segment. I don't know how to mm-hmm. say it in, in, in English, TFBOW, which basically means um, um, anything you won't see on the street, which is underneath the street and providing you with uh, every medium you use in your house or in your office, like yeah. so, <coughs> um, so it's the basically the aisles yeah. they do and to give a stable infrastructure to the building. Yes, uh, exactly. Like um, like power cables or uh, you know water tubes or, or stuff like that. So uh, this company um, has um, over thousand employees, and uh, they basically worked in twelve different um, in twelve different um, offices in the, in the southern part of Germany with uh, basically they organized all their um, orders, all their work with the customers, the communication with the customers over uh, Microsoft Outlook and Microsoft Excel, okay? So um, you you know what it means when you have to consolidate all these uh, different uh, Excel uh, um, um, documents uh, by the end of a month or by the end of a year because you have to uh, make a financial report out of it, you know? <clears throat> so, and that's, that was the situation. I started to um, analyze their processes and I included nearly every department of the company in the first steps. This, that was very, um, um, you know, crucial for me. I want to have the employees uh, speak in the, in the beginning and not the managers. Because with the managers, I have the first contact. We make the contracts. We talk about budgets, about time, and stuff like that. But in the beginning, um, I, I have a um, you know a tool case of of different methods for conducting processes, for example. But in the beginning, I don't know which kind of methods I use uh, for this special uh, individual case. Um, it's after the first um, interviews with with some of the employees, and uh, when I when I realize uh, which method I want to bring in, okay, mm-hmm. 
So uh, in this case, I knew, okay, they're decentralized organized and they have um, over a thousand employees. And I tried to um, include from every department at least one person. So now we were like um, 30 to 40 people uh, making big workshops, process workshops. And it was a whole another work for, for them because um, the, it was the first time where these people spoke on, or, or discussed processes, but they knew each other for decades now, you know? So it was the, the first big um, game changer in within the company to bring them all together and to have a method where they only talked about the processes. They did not do small talk. They did not go out for making a phone call. They were, they were you know, um, they were committed to it. Mm -hmm. And it was not because the management says you have to. They, they also said it because I, I told them, please, uh, make sure that uh, your people is informed and is also committed and also know um, what kind of uh, an impact this project will have. Because in the beginning, they didn't know which impact, how big the impact would be. So this was the first step. After that, after we uh, gained, you know, clarity um, about what to do, which processes to digitize, um, we started to think about the um, actual, um, um, what, what is it called, Anforderungen in, in English? Requirement. The requirements, thank you. Uh, the actual requirements for the function of the software. Because uh, what I see often is, um, also today, a company wants to digitize their processes and the, the first or the, the second thing they do they talk with um, software companies. They think they would fit. And um, they, they ask the software companies, okay, what, what can you do for us? We have this problem, what can you do for us? Can you provide us with a solution? And most, I mean, I'm also uh, a salesman, okay? I have a, a salesman, uh, you know, mindset. Um, and, and as a salesman, I can, I can sell you a lot of things. The problem is, can I also um, stick to the, to, my, uh, to the things I said, to the things I, I, I said to the customer? And the software companies, uh, it's a hard market there, out there. And they're fighting for customers, of course. Um, and uh, then I, I do not know a single software uh, salesman who would say, no, we cannot do this. They say, okay, well, this is our standard. This we can do with, uh, you know, programming. And if you don't, uh, we, if we cannot do it in-house, then we have partners which uh, can do it or who, yeah. can, who can do it, who can do it. So, um, and, and it's the first time where the customer is misled and, uh, you know, the plan made in the past will not fit, you know, because the strategy of the software company is taking place. What we are doing is we are also talking to software companies, but um, I provide my customers and the software company with, um, you know, a com communication uh, strategy or a communication uh, platform, uh, which would be that we uh, would uh, file up the requirements of the software 
of the functions of the, of the software. And with these requirements, we go out and talk to uh, companies and we test them and we test them very well. And um, the feedback from the customer on, as well as the software companies is uh, in every project very good. And uh, there I have a standardized process which I can implement in every um, company. Uh, no matter if they have uh, a big uh, purchasing department or not, if they are experienced in buying software uh, for let's say a million euros or not, I can provide it with uh, the perfect solution in, in that case. So that was the case. What I did also with them after um, modeling the processes all together with the, with the employees, we um, started to write down the requirements and um, then we, uh, what I did was I tried to match the process with the requirements with the actual workplaces, which, mm -hmm. which meant that I went to uh, many workplaces and I talked to uh, the persons who are doing the, the process steps every day. And I tried to validate the process in that way. And it worked, it worked uh, very well. And that's my style of you know, uh, starting such a digitalization pro project is to um, um, make bigger workshops, but in a short period of time, and then to, to validate the, uh, the outcome with the real world on their desk, on the working place, you know. And that uh, turned out to be a pretty good um, process. And basically that's what I, what I do. Yeah. Um, Thank yeah. you for the comprehensive explanation uh, just for me to okay. summarize for the audience is that uh, you start with the strategy including the stakeholders from the customers and then you run process discovery workshops uh, but not only with management but also with uh, process owners with process executors so who really does the job and then uh, if there is a software needed you provide the framework for the software provider to fit in the company. And at the end of the day, you also go hands-on and check with the employees who is uh, living the changed or digitalized process. So for my understanding, that's a summary uh, and, and, and of your use case and what you typically do. As uh, then my last question would be, what's your top suggestion for Mittelstand managers and owners to apply right away, Francesco? Okay, uh, first of all, that was a perfect summary, John. <laughs> you very well, very well uh, did this. Okay, uh, what's my perfect recommendation? The, the, the most important recommendation for or suggestion for uh, German uh, Mittelstand managers uh, in, in terms of starting the digitization process or starting their, their journey on uh, their digital transformation. Um, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's simple, uh, start and start right, okay? Um, what does it mean? Um, we say our claim is <clears throat> in German, uh, we, we don't have it in English, so I, I have to tell you in German, oh, uh, Digitalisierung menschlich umsetzen, which means for me, basically that's my way of looking at the digitalization world is um, without any human being 
there will be no digitalization, okay? No digital transformation because as you said it a few minutes ago, there have to be owners of processes, of uh, departments, of uh, projects, you know? And uh, so uh, the people are right in the middle of this, um, of my framework of, kind of, of beginning with uh, digitalization. And that is often uh, one of the biggest challenges for managers in the beginning, because they know their um, employees very well. Um, they also did projects in the past together. And the problem is sometimes they failed with these projects and uh, the employees are not willing to be open for a new one. So that's the, the I think the most um, crucial part in the beginning. So my suggestion would be begin, but begin with the people um, which are more likely to support you in the field. Yeah, okay. And it's the first step of, uh, you know, uh, the, the first steps of change management theory is basically uh, you have a demand, you know, you have a, a situation where you have kind of a, um, yeah, a small crisis starts with, uh, for example, customers are not that satisfied like they were a few years ago because you are not delivering in time or your quality is going down a little bit of the, of the output. And uh, then you start thinking, okay, what's, what do I have to do? Yeah. And, um, you know, listening to the employees, listening to customers would be the first step. Um, and that's what my recommendation um, is uh, to, to sum it up, you know, start and start right. Start right means talk to the people and, uh, you know, uh, talk to a different kind uh, of, of a diverse, uh, you know, uh, um, how do you call it? Um, average kind of people yeah. in your company, but also uh, other stakeholders, um, and then you are um, you can you can start. You know you have to have a good process. You have to have a good uh, project plan. But basically, that's it. And it depends also on um, if you on your on your situation. If you had done some thinking, um, had done some you know strategic thinking. Also, do you have a digital strategy strategy or not? But it doesn't matter at the end because you have to start. There is no yeah. other option uh, but to start with. Yeah, thank you for the top suggestion, Francesco. And what we also see is, as you said, change uh, management is digital transformation is change management. Therefore, yeah. not only technologically, but also psychologically, uh, quick wins are so important. Therefore, we always suggest yeah. to... Uh, start with a uh, high ROI, but um, that's a quick win. So maybe the low-hanging fruit, maybe a little bit of um, digitalization, but people will see the results. And even though they failed in the past, they could be motivated with the new wins and that, that could go bigger and bigger. So uh, that's my also um, yeah two cents yeah, on the topic. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And how people can find you, Francesco? Okay, you can find me, um, of course, on LinkedIn. Um, under my name, you can find me on fusaro.eu. 
um, which uh, you can uh, put a link on or in the description of the Definitely. video or something like that. Um, yeah, and also if you want to contact me, there's a contact formula. You can also um, um, make a meeting with me, a video call um, I have. We can put the link in the description. Um, but basically, yeah, that's it. That's my, that are my channels and the probability that some of you will be contacted by me is probably high. So uh, also outbound, there uh, is a possible way of making contact. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for this valuable information, Francesco. It was nice. Thank you, John. It was nice being here. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. Thanks. I release one episode every Tuesday at 7.45 a.m. and also other videos for digital transformation. If you like the content, please subscribe and you can reach me out anytime by my email. Here it is. And thank you for visiting my channel.